The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam. And this is Kia from Engaged (laughs) Connecticut. Do you have a tip for us today, Sam? Yes, our Wedding Tip Wednesday is available on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Go there every Wednesday and you'll see a new tip. This Wedding Tip Wednesday is do your online reviews for all your vendors. The whole world is digital. So praise your vendors on social media. And don't forget to send them a thank you note as well. With your reviews, make sure you're honest. And if you have a problem, make sure you tell them before you post. And don't just post a bad review on Yelp. No, for most of these people, this is their livelihood. And if there is a problem, they want to fix the problem. And so if you have an honest conversation with your vendors that something happened or the cake flavor wasn't correct or something like that. And if you have an honest vendor. Yes. They may be able to relieve, you know, while it's sad that we can't go back to that day, but maybe you'll get a nice anniversary cake that's perfectly flavored. Yes. Or a little refund. Yes. But you never know. At least you have to ask first. Yes. Okay. So I get this question all the time when I'm sitting down with couples, not necessarily from the couples. Usually it's from the parents. They'll say, well, should we hire a videographer or should we do this or should we do that? And like, what do brides tell you that they regret doing? Oh, (laughs) it's things that brides regret not doing on their wedding day. Correct. Ah, I I mean, it goes actually for both both parties. Okay. So oh, yeah, that's right. It doesn't have to be the brides. So one of the things that I always say is please, please, please eat something. Oh, I, I see this all the time. Even though I've told my brides and my couples they don't eat at the reception. You gotta. Well, I happen to have the joy as a planner of being able to go visit them typically in their hotel room or wherever they're getting ready. And I like it when I see that there's a little bit of a spread. Sometimes I'll say, hey, can we put in like a Panera order for you and Mm -hmm. have something delivered? Eat something. Don't, this is not the day to be like exciting and try something that you've never had before. (laughs) Your nerves are shot no matter what. Have a standard normal breakfast that you would have. If your normal breakfast is, you know, just having a cup of coffee, okay, well then think about having maybe lunch a little bit earlier. Or some cereal or something like that. Something with protein. Bagel, yep. Eggs, something Eggs, yep. along those lines. Eggs on toast. Eggs on toast yep. works perfectly. And when you're at the reception, I mean, it always breaks my heart when I see people keep going up to the bride and groom when they're trying to eat. Yeah. I wish people would just let them, like, maybe... Just eat. Just eat really quickly. They're going to eat quickly no matter what. Yeah. Um, one of the nice things is some caterers and some venues will sometimes put the food aside for them, like, into the bridal suite yeah. so that they can go eat there. Oh, that's And a if good you idea. have someone who's coming around and giving you appetizers, take the moment. Oh. Photographer will be okay if yep. you, you know, take an extra minute to chew on something. and You've paid for them. Yes. So eat them. And because the worst part of it is, is you don't want to, like, be at the end of your wedding and have to, like, hit fast food or something. <laughs> I mean, you might want to no matter what, but not, you shouldn't be going to your hotel room going, oh, my God, I wish we could order a pizza. 
So another thing that uh, comes to mind is uh, the bride and groom joining in the cocktail hour. That's yes. something that they regret afterwards is that they're off taking pictures and didn't remember to come in and join in the cocktail hour. I like it when you join in the cocktail hour just because it gives you a chance to eat some food. It gives you a chance to see people, which means hopefully they won't bother you when you're being seated and you're eating. And that's um, the key. And that is the key. And if you do a first look, I mean, obviously you should go. One of the things people regret is not taking time for themselves. You should go take a few minutes to be by yourself. You should go do some nice, like just portrait, just being just married. You know, maybe one of the things you have a conversation with is, hey, can we have a cocktail hour that's like an hour and 15 minutes? Yes. Just so you get a little bit of that feeling of what everybody's doing. You get to see everything that you paid for being eaten. And also the guests love it when the bride and the groom or Mm -hmm. the couple come in and are gathering with the members of the bridal party and with the guests and with the parents and they're just chit-chatting during the cocktail Mm -hmm. hour absolutely great photographers take great pictures of that by the way because it's actually like real interaction it's not posed yeah one of the things i always hear is should i hire a videographer or not and it's not in everybody's budget Yes. But one of the nice things about it when you do have a videographer is, you know, you may have video proof (laughs) of everything that happened, (laughs) but you'll also have memories that you won't be able to get back. If you have a grandparent or your first dance with your dad, some things like that. Those are moments that you may love to go back to watch. I I will tell you that my daughter, Chloe, and she's going to hate that I mention this, is that when she was younger, she would pop in the videotape mm-hmm. of our wedding and watch the whole thing because there were some family members that had passed away that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she recognized some family members <laughs> that were young that are now older. Oh, that's so, so sweet. So that video you can use to pass on from to another generation so they can see what happened on your day. And one of the honest conversations to have with your videographer is, you know, what is maybe your smallest package? Maybe if I just want a highlights reel, not necessarily, you know, like the full thing. The full thing. One of the things that I know people regret is they didn't hire a photographer for the entire event because they thought they were going to save themselves a whole whopping hundred, two hundred dollars. Never works out. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the night, like the little bring bear, like gets his, I don't know, fourth or fifth wind. He's on the <laughs> dance floor, like grandma gets on the dance floor. Yep. And there's no pictures of it. It's just everybody's like yep. cell phone pictures. Yep. So I always just say, keep them to the end. Absolutely. I hate it when a photographer leaves at, say, nine o'clock and the mm-hmm. wedding finishes at 12. Yes. Because it's, they leave right after dinner or right after the cake. I hate to say this, but I think wedding publications tend to put that in people's minds because you don't oh you can save a little bit of money if you don't have them stay the whole night right and they also don't show pictures of people dancing at a reception Mm -hmm. it's just the ceremony and uh, the pretty pictures guess what the big part of the wedding reception is the dancing and yes granted probably at the end it's the same 20 people on the dance floor but there's other things going on there's people having a great conversation sitting at a table you just never know and also you can just one of the ways to save is go down to maybe one photographer especially if you started with two yes that's a great way and of course people regret when they don't pay beforehand yeah (laughs) on the day that doesn't happen with my clients it doesn't happen with my clients either my my clients uh, well let's explain why we say that so actually i do have some of my clients decide to not pay for their services until the day of because maybe they're having hair and makeup done and they don't know how many people are going to do it but then i watch people struggle to make sure that they have enough cash in their purse yes or they have writing a check I know a lot, of, a lot of the bigger companies now just say, hey, like we're just going to do this all online for you right now, right. which is, once again, a sign of a 
a real business. Yeah. I don't like doing it on wedding day because I that shouldn't be the focus at all. No. I don't want to go to dad. I don't want to go to mom. I don't want to go to you and say, no. I'm so sorry, but uh, the band just let me know, you know. <laughs> They haven't been paid. They haven't been paid. And they're not playing any more songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been there, done that. Yes. I actually had a wedding last year. This is the first time in all of my years where the bride handed me a bunch of envelopes and she said, these are all tips. Just go. You'll be fine. And one of the envelopes that got stuck to one of the other ones was for the band. It was actually their payment. <gasps> so as I was driving home, I get a call from the band member and he's like, any chance that you have an envelope? And it has never happened to me before. And I was like, oh my God. And the next day I put it in, I overnighted it to him. Oh my goodness. Because they were going back to, I don't remember, New they Jersey were from New York or, or yeah, New Jersey, yeah. whatever. And I, by this point in time, I was like five minutes from my house when right. they called. Yeah. Because they had packed up, they had done everything, but they were friends of the couple as well. So oh, it so really hadn't been their focus. And yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. we realized. And it's never happened to me before. That's and it will never happen again because that was the worst feeling in the world. So my, my policy is 30 days ahead of time, all final payments to be made because 20 or 30 years ago, that's what I used to do. I used to wait until the night of the event and collect the money on the day. And it's very embarrassing for both of us, me standing there at the end of the night while you're saying uh, good night to your guests and mm-hmm. I'm waiting, begging for a final payment. I'm a professional business. So now... Everybody pays 30 days in advance. And if you have any problems making the 30-day payment, let me know. We'll work out some uh, monthly arrangement. The other thing that people don't realize is a lot of times banks freak out when it's around your wedding day because they think it's fraud because there's all yep. these transactions going through because you have people coming in and you're you know getting coffee here, you're getting gas here, you're getting your nails done. Yep. So they may freeze your accounts just because. Yeah, you spoke about that uh, on another occasion yes. that that uh, happened at the wedding you were doing. Yeah, and one of the things you can do is you can always sort of go to your credit card company or your bank and let them know that you Ahead are getting time. married yes. so that you don't all of a sudden go to your after party and then <laughs> you can't pay for your after party drinks. One of the things people forget to do and feel bad about is honoring their parents. Oh, Everybody yes. always says mother of the bride is super important. Well, I am the mother of boys. Yeah. And... It's still going to be a very emotional day for me no matter what. So I really think people should just focus and say, you know, as anybody, you should just go over to your future in-laws and just say thank you. It's really a simple thing. And even if you're not necessarily the best of friends, that's really a good step in becoming the right direction. Yes, the right direction. I I think that a lot of people regret not doing a speech. Mm -hmm. at their wedding reception and and saying something like that. I always encourage on my form, I have a little place for them to fill in if they were going to do a speech. And I always encourage them, thank your parents for the event. Thank everybody for coming too. And everybody. And the third thing is to recognize any family members that have passed on. Mm -hmm. And coming from the bride and the groom or the couple it comes from the heart. Yes. If you tell the DJ, oh, can you make an announcement that uh, Aunt Somebody passed away two years ago and we don't recognize, it doesn't have the same feel. I agree. One of the other things that people tend to forget to do is, or feel like they should have done, is plan some transportation for everybody. For everybody. A if, bus or a like shuttle. A bus, a shuttle, even Uber events, you can set up a code for everybody. Yeah. This way you know all of your guests are getting where they need to go safely. And I know that sometimes it's not in the budget and that may be something that you have to think about when you're looking mm-hmm. at where you're getting married. Mm-hmm. If you want everybody to come back and have a great time at the hotel, 
maybe you want to get married at the hotel or pick something close to the hotel because right. um, safety is important. Absolutely. If you're doing a wedding at your house or backyard, yes. you definitely want to have some arrangements there because you don't want people getting into their cars and driving mm-hmm. off. So uh, an Uber or shuttle bus to uh, a hotel is a great idea. And the nice thing is nowadays you can actually sort of contact Ubers and Lyfts and, and all of these things and let them know that you're having an event because they will let have, drivers in that yeah, area know no. that there's that that's going to be happening. Yep. So even if you're not going to cover their cost, you're at least letting them know that we have sort of gone the extra effort to say, hey, do that. Yes. can we do this? Well, obviously, there's things for each couple. It's a little bit different, things that you wish you would have done. But when you, one of the things when you talk to any of our past clients, that's a great question to ask them when you're, you know, asking them for a reference on us. Absolutely. Ask them, is there something that you wish that you would have done differently? Because yep. you have their ear, you might as well ask them. Might as well. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Thank you for making Barabalt Jewelers your wedding jewelry destination. From your engagement to wedding day, we've got you covered with engagement rings, wedding bands, and wedding party gift ideas. We welcome you to make an appointment and visit our styling lounge in our store. Barabalt Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook or at barabaltjewelers.com. <laughs> Live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. Atmosphere Productions. Hi, I'm Mary Carlson from MJ Decorations, and I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, available free on iTunes or Google Podcast. You should listen, too. Do you like goats? Do you like farms? Want to get married at a goat farm? Bradley Mountain Farm, located in Southington, Connecticut, is the perfect location for your wedding. Choose from a lakeside or field ceremony. From intimate gatherings of 25 up to 300 tented, Bradley Mountain Farm is the perfect venue. Find us online at engagedct.com. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be engaged and inspired podcast. This is DJ Sam. Welcome back. And somebody popped into the studio. It's Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Mary's here from MJ Decorations. And she's going to talk about your favorite topic, wedding mishaps. It is definitely my favorite topic, mostly because I think we've all been doing this for so long. And I think we've all seen plenty of mishaps. Oh, we've seen everything. I think we have. Almost everything. So what? how about you share like one of the first times you saw something just go horribly wrong and maybe how you helped fix it? Well, I hate to be a Debbie Downer and I, <laughs> I prefer to be more oh. positive about weddings, but... Uh, mishaps happen. Mishaps happen and maybe it will help to educate you not to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's really what this is all about. Absolutely. So let's start with the ceremony. How many people have tripped on aisle runners outdoors? Oh, I hate aisle runners. Yeah, not not a good idea. Please, please, please don't use aisle runners on grass. 
even on even on a pathway. It just wind picks them up. Kids uh, go sliding. I have had to tape them down. People think, oh, just put some rocks on it. The, no. It just flips the rocks right up into your face. So <laughs> just don't use an aisle runner. Just say no. And if somebody actually has already walked across it, it could look kind of dirty and it used. Gets, they get filthy. I had a lovely aisle runner that I bought, and I had to throw it away. And it was it was a good one hmm. because it just got so filthy. Now, I, I once had a wedding where a bride wrote all sorts of words on pumpkins, like white pumpkins. Something like, I'm marrying my best friend as you went down the aisle. And it was a really, really humid day and all of the brown on the white pumpkin started to sweat and melt down so it sort of looked like it was smeared with poop no and so we had to turn them all around oh no so that a bride wasn't walking down and she had an aisle runner as well and it sort of was just all oozing and it just looked filthy and gross and oh that's too bad and they spent a lot of time and money on that stuff yeah I'm sure they did, yeah. yeah. So well, what's something else you've seen happen? Uh, also on ceremonies, I've seen um, arches tip over or hoopas pick up with the wind. Uh, you've really got to... Uh, one time I had a, um, a lovely rabbi who thought I had put the hoopa <laughs> a little bit too far back and he wanted oh, it forward. Oh, no. And it was a windy day and I had guy-wired this thing down. Oh. Because I knew it was going to blow away. Guide wiring is when you add like little ropes to the edge and you tap them in so it's yep. additional, just Correct. in case somebody doesn't know. Correct. So when we were done setting up, I was going to come back and put the hoopah inside to go over their sweetheart table. So when we were done setting up and before the ceremony started, we ran down the street to grab a bite to eat. And I got a frantic phone call from the venue director saying, the hoopah fell over. And I said, that's impossible. And she said, nope, it's on the ground. And I said, okay, we'll be right there. So we left our food on the table, ran back, and the rabbi had picked it up and moved it and picked up the guy wires and it fell over. So we ended up in front of all the guests having to reset it up. Ugh. Yeah. It was, it's embarrassing for me. Of course, you look bad because the guests they think only that you, think it's you did it. Yeah, they think that you did it. Yeah, or you're Correct. late. Correct. I did something stupid. Yeah, yeah, which we didn't. We were very careful, however. And the reason we put it back a little bit was that it was against a um, pergola, so it would kind of give it a little bit more... Sturdiness. Um, yeah, sturdiness. So whatever. Uh, you know, that's the other thing. Don't let, don't let uh, people touch our stuff. Hmm. I tell this to people all the time, but they still have to play with it. Well, I mean, it's like when people walk over to Sam and start moving around speakers and things and just assume well, that he knows. No, they don't. It's the lights that I hate oh. is when they move the lights around. We we design the room with the up lights and then the wait staff, because it's in the way of a tray table, just move the lights. Right. We've had three or four lights just randomly disappear and are stacked over in the corner because a guest couldn't move their chair, for instance. Well, so they just move the lights. This is why I like to not set up lights until they've got the room all set up because caterers will move tables into strange yep. places that you didn't realize they were going to be. Or if they have to add a table. Correct. Um, so some other things I've seen. Now, this wasn't a wedding. This was just a, some kind of a party. But anyway, they did their own draping over the, over the dance floor. I came into the venue for something else, and I went walked into the ballroom and the thing's on the ground. Oh. And I said to the venue owner, uh, did you realize this thing? She goes, no, I didn't know it had fallen. And she came in, and so she had to call people. They had to come back, and they had used tape. Oh, oh. Yeah, scotch tape, duct tape, none of that yeah. stuff holds. No. Not and at least the entire it, it event. Just, it just didn't work. And it was they used um, kind of a uh, gossamer, which is kind of a papery mm-hmm. fabric, which is fine. I've used it, too, for proms and things like that. But 
the way they attach it to the ceiling just wasn't going to last. Um, so that's another thing to think about. You know, don't try to reinvent the wheel. I already know how the wheel works. You know, <laughs> that's, good. that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. You I've seen people show up with uh, like a heavy chandelier or they've made something. And then uh, especially at the Inn at Mount Pleasant, while it does have two chandeliers in the middle of the dance floor, you can add something. But all of a sudden, you know, they haven't taken into consideration to reach power or which power source they can use. And they also just assume like a dinky little floral wire is going to be able to hold up a chandelier that's also got glass and other things hanging from it. Or No, absolutely not. And it's just, it's too dangerous. Yeah. I mean, if it falls and hits somebody, you could be liable. It's not good. And when, once you start dancing, that's everything oh, starts yeah. to shake, no matter where you are. Especially in those old barns, yeah. And especially if DJ Sam is DJing. And <laughs> yeah, he, there you go. He gets oh, everybody rocking. on the dance the, floor. The whole place just vibrates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen, I'm sure you've seen centerpiece disasters. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they, like you said, that uh, they'll break one and they don't have a replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've also seen things where all the lights in the room are incandescent and the centerpieces have those ugly white CRT uh, battery lights in them and it just looks cheap. It yes. just ruins the look of, of the room. Uh, and you don't realize it until you get into the room and go, oh, that doesn't match at all. Yes. Um, same thing with like curtain lights. A lot of times people want to put those behind their backdrop uh, where their, where their uh, sweetheart table is. Mm-hmm. And they're just the wrong color. They're that white, ugly, bright light. And somebody said, oh, you know, I've got those. You can borrow them. And they just look horrible. Or you um, order them and you don't realize it. Right. Because I know I've ordered things on Amazon and then it comes and I turn it on and I'm like, oh, Ugh. whoops. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to be like this or even if they say warm white, sometimes they're not. They're they're a little bit too white. They're a little it's bit always too... a good idea to make sure you open up a package or maybe even when you go for a walkthrough, bring it into the venue because right. you have to think about the carpeting. You have to think about the curtains or the flooring and um, other and other lights in there. Mm-hmm. And how is it going to look with it? It's always a good idea to ask to see other people's photos, actually like real weddings. Correct. And that's what I send people the real weddings. And I say, listen, this is these are things I have done. However, I can certainly customize it to make it your wedding. You don't have to do exactly what other people have done. There's lots of ways to do that. If you're trying to DIY things, you know, lights can be tricky. You can zap the whole place and the DJ won't work. The lighting in the oh in, yes I will well you're gonna have to find find a battery somewhere because they've 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 busted the lights I've had caterers or I've even had family members who um, have decided to save themselves just a tiny bit of money and decided to do their own coffee service because they assume coffee is cheap it'll be easy they'll plug that coffee maker in and poof everything goes gone right. or they'll plug like I've seen people plug two of them in. Um, at the Inn at Mount Pleasant, we have a specific socket that's set for it. Just for that. And they're only allowed to do one at a time. Yeah. And the amount of times that I've walked down underneath because all of a sudden we don't have lights, it's because somebody has still decided that they just urgently need to make, you know, two big, yeah. huge pots of coffee. Now, this isn't really decor, but it does affect the look of the wedding. I've seen a lot of people who do like a barbecue wedding or a, or a drop-off wedding with the food just comes in and there's no servers. And all of a sudden the tables are covered with beer bottles covered mm-hmm. with dirty plates and all that stuff there's nobody nobody clearing yes they don't yes. hire someone to clear and the and the 
you walk in at the end of the night and it looks like a mess. It looks like a keg party. Good and then point. you end up having the wedding party cleaning that stuff up. Well, yeah. And who wants to clean that stuff up when they're in their nice dress and their high heels? I mean, nobody. Good no point. one's in their high heels by the yeah. end of the night, Mary. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> in their flip-flops. But, I forget. But that's a, that's a great point, though, that who's clearing up? You're bringing all this food in. Somebody's got to clear it. And if they're not, it's going to start piling up. And it does. And it looks it just looks awful. And those beautiful centerpieces you put in the middle are hidden by all the beer yeah. bottles. Beer and, bottles. And, and empty glasses yep. and, and plates and dirty food. And yeah. if something spills on another table, a lot of times catering companies have additional linens or they'll throw a napkin over a really disgusting spill or something like that. Correct. Just to make sure that the rest of the night, especially if it's a table that's right next to a dance floor, mm-hmm. that can happen a lot. But right. people don't think about it. Yeah. Even hire a couple teenagers to come in and just clear and take stuff out of the room so and throw things away. Because you don't want your family having to clear tables. No, oh, no. I've had those types of mishaps. I've had uh, yes. people show up who decided to do cocktail hour themselves. So they brought in those like deli trays. And a lot of venues won't even allow that. But it was a small backyard wedding and they were having caterers for the main part of it. But they put out these trays and then sort of didn't realize that catering was not going to touch those trays because it wasn't theirs. <laughs> and they didn't understand who was going to make them disappear. It ended up being our crew who made them disappear. Mm. But, but generally... But generally, and also, you know, when somebody's setting up a cocktail hour, you want that food to look beautiful and be replenished and, I don't know, have a good... Also think about weather. Always have a plan B. Plan plan C. Please. And if you're having, if you're having, uh, remember, if you're going to have food trucks, people have to walk outside to go get the food. Mm -hmm. If there's no tent for them to walk under or no way to keep out of the rain. Uh, And also a lot of food trucks don't bring people who are going to bus and clean. So you have to hire extra and it's worth it. It's always worth it. Right. Well, I appreciate you coming by today. This was a great segment because I think it's really educational. Can you just share how people can find you? Sure. Uh, You can check out my website, www.mjdecorations.com. You can email me at mary at mjdecorations.com. I also am on Facebook and I'm I have a Instagram site as well. Any parting words, Sam? Yes, my final departing tip. Get my free report, eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you book them. This special free report is available at my website, all the W's.atmosphere-productions.com. Get it today. Shop like a pro from a pro. You can download us off of iTunes and Google Play. Remember, if you have any questions, please email us at engagedct at gmail.com. And can't wait to have you join us again next week. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com. Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs>